goodness. Hi, everyone. How you doing? Happy Monday. Let's get... It is Monday. Is it Monday? Yeah, it's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We got a lot going on. This Did I not tell you the back end of this program flies? Honestly, we lose track of what day it is around here. I don't know how I lost track of today because this is one of my favorite weeks. Um, our higher protein fat revamp tweak, not to be confused with keto. And I think that's what causes a lot of issue because I think a lot of people, they just got keto on their brain. And um, the reason why we're bumping up your protein fat has nothing to do with putting the body in ketosis. It's nothing to do with any of that. Um, the body doesn't need an overabundance of protein either. Um, you know, everyone puts this massive emphasis on protein when it comes to your diet, I think because of keto. Um, you know, even when it comes to workouts, like you're, you know, you, you don't, you, what you need about protein wise, but the total of a can of tuna per day. Um, although you need to make sure you're getting it in your diet, um, it's definitely, it's, it's overrated. It's definitely overrated. Um, but for this week, um, what we're doing is we are slightly tweaking um, we're the process. So we're still going high protein in the morning, but we're thinking most bang for your buck. Some of you have fallen into what you like, what you love. Um, and yeah, your focus is protein, but this week we're really stepping that up. So many people asking about oatmeal and grains and yeah, I mean, it does say ideally you do want to take them out. There are better options for higher protein. If you are going to use oatmeal and grains and such, you want to make sure you're definitely thinking most bang for your buck, highest protein. And then for your morning snack, the best way to navigate that is stick with your fruit snack and then combine a protein and fat to it. So some cheese, some nut butter, um, you know, some yogurt, um, or you can switch it out completely and go for something like a boiled egg if you're really looking to maximize your efforts. And then the difference at lunch is that now protein is now the focus. So we're kindly switching that up. Um, so you want to make sure protein, obviously um, adding in your vegetables, your leafy greens, and then you're going to try to minimize any of those heavier extra carbs. Now, some of you may say, well, I've already taken out the bread and pasta. Great. Um, this is where you can take it a step further and sort of really load up that veg, minimize your carbs if you're adding in rices or quinoas or such. Uh, protein's the focus. And then the biggest switch is the afternoon. So we're down from two snacks to one because eating so often is not normal and we need to start facing you off of this food plan. So what we're doing is we're incorporating and food combining uh, more protein and fat into the mix, which is going to break down into more sustaining energy. So again, more bang for your buck. Now, the easiest way to do that is very simple. Take your nut and seed snack, combine it with your veg snack, and it's a done deal. There you go. <laughs> uh, timing of the foods. You still want to stick to the guidelines um, and you know, try not to have it any closer than a half hour and no later than uh, three and a half hours. And then remember that can sort of change day to day. And then of course for dinner, we're doing the opposite. So this is where, you know, we're going to put the emphasis on those vegetables, the proteins, the leafy greens. And of course, we're going to absolutely take out any of those heavier carbs. Um, we're not concerned about carbs. Carbs do not make you fat. That's not what this is about. This is about off the heels of feeding the metabolism and making the body work so hard for its food. We are going to make it really easy. Um, for the body to get the nutrients that it needs. And we're going to lay off the number of times that we're eating. Uh, some of you asking about bonus snacks. If you've been using them all along, you can continue to add them in though. You should be minimizing the number of times you're eating. So for example, if you were using the afternoon bonus snack, you know, so you were having three snacks. <laughs> it's kind of damn having 
So if you're having three snacks, you're going to want to drop that down to two snacks. If you're having two afternoon snacks, you're going to want to drop that down to one snack. See what I'm saying? So you can sell. So now is not the time to start adding them in unless the opportunity calls for it. Like for example, you get a new job and it involves shift work that you've never done before. And now you need to stay awake for a 24 hour shift. But if you have not been using bonus snacks, this is not the time to add them in. Just kind of take them off your radar because you shouldn't need them moving forward. Um, let's get right into this. I've been having fun this week with our guest, the chef. <laughs> some of you guys are so way off. Um, uh, and some of you guys are it's very Tony, close. <laughs> Some of you guys guessing Tony. It's not Tony. Some of you also uh, guessing Andrea. And although we love Andrea, she retired, you guys. We're not going to have her retire and then come back. It's very wishful thinking. It's not Tony. And it's not Andrea. For the life of me, that is not. Neither are really. I mean, Andrea is a celebrity in her own right. Don't get me wrong here at Weight Loss by Gina. Are you sure it's not Tony? <laughs> You sure it's not Tony? <laughs> you know, it does give me a good idea, though, Tony. <laughs> Tony will be cooking along with our celebrity chef, um, but it's not Tony. You guys are jokers. Uh, tomorrow, we're unveiling some new clothes, clues. All right, let's get into your questions. I want to get right in and see where you guys are at. Let me find myself. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Marilyn. Just checking in. Hello, hello. Hi, Lanny. I found myself thinking of splitting meals and snacks all day, but we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Shows how it just becomes part of the routine. Yes. And with that said, don't get stuck because some of you are so nervous about what's to come and your future tripping about and all that. First of all, we're going to make sure you guys are so super confident about, about next uh, steps, but don't get stuck on any one week or tweak. Don't like you guys are after feeding the metabolism. You guys are, I love that. Can we keep doing that? And then the, our higher protein fat revamp tweak. Some of you guys are like, I love this. Can I keep doing that? Don't get stuck on any one week or tweak. Um, what we're going to do is eventually phase you off of this. We're going to use the tweaks for a rhyme and a reason. Um, you know, they lose their impact after you've been doing them for a while. It is all about the systematic approach with everything that we're doing. So eventually we do want to phase you off into like your, into more personally, what's going to work best for you. You're kind of coming to realize what works for you, what doesn't work for you over the last couple of months, how to maximize your efforts, what you need to get and keep that scale moving. So we're going to work on, uh, you know, personalizing this plan as we go, eventually phasing you off of it for those of you going into maintenance and then getting you even more in tune to your body's needs and the weeks to come for those of you who are still looking to lose. It's so cool. Can we still add healthy fats to dinner? Of course, you can still. This is all about making nutrient-rich meals. Of course, healthy fats. That hasn't changed. Some of you guys are really overthinking this. Really overthinking it. Um, absolutely, healthy fats are a part of the mix. It's our higher protein fat revamp tweaks. We want to make sure you're incorporating in, incorporating them in, right? So, like I said, some of you were getting into a habit where you're into the oatmeals and you know those kinds of things. You want to make sure that you're just going back to that most bang for your buck, not what you like or love most bang for your buck highest protein possible for breakfast that's the focus this week and then of course for your fruit snack we are combining that with a protein and fat or you can switch it out all together for something else there are other options like yogurts and such right so you of course healthy fats are absolutely part of the mix you're still following the guidelines so no longer than a half like your spread of timing is a half hour three and a half hours you're still not eating late at night um you're still adding leafy greens you're still making your foods as nutrient rich as possible in fact tomorrow we have a whole post on just reminding you guys to make your foods as nutrient rich as possible so yes so you can totally still add healthy fats uh to your meals hi susan uh good morning good evening good morning should i just give up on this whole day and go to bed <laughs> 
Good evening. My girlfriend just texted me uh, pictures of her in Maui and bragging about keto and how she's lost 15 pounds since August. Well, doesn't she sound like a bit of an asshole? But anyways... She, she knows you're doing this program and what she's throwing it in your face and bragging. Um, anyways, <coughs> this happens a lot. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Maybe don't cough into the mic, Gina. Um, this happens a lot when I used to work with a lot of um, personal clients. And then they would be like, because you know, this can be frustrating. Your weight not moving in the beginning. They're like, my friend's doing keto and she's already lost this and already lost that. And they're watching people and they're, they're lost in weight. And I've only lost five pounds. They've lost 15. And I was like, keep an eye on them. Keep an eye on them. Because maybe not now, you know, maybe not in a few weeks from now, but they will gain that weight back plus more. And they will be back to where they were before they started keto. Or your friend's got to do weird shit for the rest of her life to try to maintain that weight that she's lost. And that is no way to live. That's no way to live. So sometimes, you know, we are reminded that there are quicker ways to lose weight, but we are also reminded that the reason why you're all here is because they didn't work for you because they were all designed to help you lose weight fast and they were not designed to help you lose it forever. That's the difference. That's the difference. Uh, so I definitely want you to follow up on this, Susan. <laughs> Let us know how your friend makes out. Uh, my girlfriend just texted me pictures of her in Maui and bragging about keto and how she's lost 15 pounds since August. Honestly, she doesn't look as good as the Livy Losers. Weight hasn't come overall, just concentrated in her belly. Yep. Uh, she's putting her dad on it now. I wanted to shout, no, I've told her about Gina's program, but she's not listening to me. Oh, well, no. No, nor do we want them here and have to try to convince them the whole step of the way either. You know, like we're really not into that. You cannot pay me enough to work with someone that doesn't like really want to put the work in show up do what it takes and do it a whole different way I you know you guys know how I feel about quick fixes and you know we yes we're jokes about this but this is actually really sad um, because the reality is is that I would I would bet money maybe even one of my kids on the fact that she'll gain this back plus more it's just we know the statistics and numbers don't lie um, and you know keto's been around for a few years now it's not making a dent in obesity rates people just keep gaining and gaining and gaining and gaining and gaining and and gaining and gaining in fact when keto first came out and you guys know i used to rage a lot about it now i'm kind of calmed down because you know the conversation is really minimizing but i have had a, a shout out for the last two years um find me someone who's lost weight with keto find me someone who's lost weight with keto has maintained it for over a year and doesn't do weird shit Find me that person and i will change change my mind about keto find me that person and change my mind but i've been waiting for a really long time. And I used to do like real call outs on Instagram, right? And people would be like, well, my cousin, they've lost 50 pounds. And I'm like, okay, are they done? Have they maintained it? No, well, they're still losing. Okay, well, talk to me after they've maintained it for like, I don't know, a couple months, six months, a year. Like, talk to me then. Um, it's never a thing because we just, we know that diets like that just don't work. It's just, it's, that is, ne this conversation is never going to go away because that's just where we're at. You can lose weight during a quick fix diet where you're starving and depriving yourself. So, your you force your body to burn its fat but just doing that reinforces the need for it right so it's really sad and I don't find joy over your friend I mean I'm finding a little bit of joy since she's gonna you know brag about it to you I'm gonna find a little bit of joy in her gaining it back but I not really I'm just joking
it is kind of sad because, you know, we all know how hard it is. Um, we all know how hard it is to lose the weight. And even if people try really hard on those crappy ass diets, we still got to feel a little empathetic because they don't know any better. You know, they really don't. But that is the sad situation. That's a sad situation. Chances are she's going to get it back. Kim, uh, you know what? I can't wait. I can't wait till you show her your after photo <laughs> and then send it to her a year later when you're still maintaining your weight. Hi, Kim. It's definitely been an emotional Monday. Oh, I hear that. My mind, body, and heart are battles with each other not sleeping well due to strong night sweats today's been bouts of crying and struggling with water and even food all day tomorrow's a better day wow girl i'm about to cry along with you i don't know what's going on with me i don't know whether it's um hormones or what i got going on um whether it's the world this whole thing you know what's happening in ukraine is just oh my god like the concern over you know um, mandates ending you know for people who i know who are so concerned for their children who have autoimmune issues and that but at the same time being so happy things are and it's just so it's all a fuck a lot it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot plus you throw in your own personal shit around there like sometimes you just need deep breaths and just you got to make it to the end of your day i'm hanging on by a thread here just you know i was looking forward to this conversation and then i'm gonna roll into bed <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I love that you recognize that you're struggling, though that is really huge if we want to have a real conversations about that. Sometimes we plow through, we plow through, and we're like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And we, rather than being sympathetic and, and meeting ourselves where we're at, we berate ourselves. It's like, you know, what's wrong with us? And why do we do that? Why do we do that? And we, we go, we go and, and we're dealing with all the wrong fields, you know? Rather than recognizing, hey, we're dealing with some serious shit here. And you may not even know all the things, like, Tony came to me this afternoon. I was up in my bed for a minute, and he's like, "What is it? Is it this? Is it that? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Is it that? Is it this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> all of that, <laughs> all of that." You know, and maybe even though you can't articulate it, you can still recognize when. And this is part of your body saying, "Hey." we're stressing, we're struggling. Can you maybe help us out? This is where you want to, I don't know, pour the glass of wine or pour yourself a nice bath with some Epsom salts and a, and a nice, I got some tea. I would have loved to down a whole fucking bottle of wine tonight, but I also knew that if I did that, I'd be even more dehydrated than I already am. And then I'd feel like shit tomorrow. And then my mental health will really take a hit because then I'm just, then I'm not coping well. So I'm really struggling to not drink a whole bottle of wine. So I made myself some tea, but, but, but back to you, the recognizing and getting to that place and then allowing yourself the grace. I mean, that's such a great, that's, that's a good place to be. You know, it really is just to have the ability to recognize that is so huge. That's so huge. And that's what you get by constantly keep your, and the thing is too, it does come with big feels when you constantly keep the energy directed at yourself, you know, plus when you, you go out to make these big goals, you, you are going to be tested and, and things are going to come down the pipeline to test you on a day-to-day -day basis. And then you have to deal with life on top of that right so sometimes we just got to say okay yeah it's a lot it's a lot um anyway sending you love girl and all the vibes and strength that you need tomorrow is a new day i'll be right there meeting it with you right there meeting it with you hi erin it turns out heavier carbs are the only things between me and wanting to punch everyone all day will it get easier um first of all you shouldn't feel like that you, you, you shouldn't feel like that. Um, I would guess this is more mental than anything. First of all, you, you, you know, we've advised to minimize breads and pastas all along. We've made foods nutrient rich. I know some of you are still incorporating carbs and quinoas and those kinds of things, which you can still do, but just minimize them, really minimize them. But the whole point of this is that bumping up your protein and fats should offset those, those heavier carbs. Um, you know, especially when it comes to nutrient values, right? So you're not, we're not really taking anything away. So you shouldn't really feel like you are. And 
I'm not to minimize your feels, but this, I'm saying you shouldn't really feel this on a physical level. This is a mental thing for you because no one is really, we're still eating fruits. We're still eating um, all sorts of vegetables. You're still eating proteins like beans and lentils that have naturally occurring sugars in them. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so the, the protein and fat, this is why I'm telling you guys, it's such a great idea to go back in and watch uh, Sasha's or read, read Sasha's Science Saturday post um, to really kind of understanding what this approach is really all about. The rhyme and the reason behind it is about feeding into your satiety hormones. It has nothing to do with restricting or taking anything away. Um, so on a physical level, you shouldn't want to punch everybody because you're missing out on any carbs. And if anything, you should be feeling a lot more satisfied on the foods that you are eating in smaller portions. Um, so will it get, get will it get easier? And I know you joke, um, it shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. And, and if it is, it could come from a residual way of thinking of restricting carbohydrates or thinking, you know, low carb or keto or any of those things, which it shouldn't, it shouldn't be because it's not that you know um changes in your appetite yeah changes in your appetite some people notice with the higher protein and fat they feel heavier and more weighed down and chances are that's because you're dropping the ball on asking the four how many of you asked the four questions today right are we dropping the ball on that right because it's exhausting and it's fucking like really are we not just tired doing that but how many of you seriously drop the ball on the four questions thinking oh protein and fat let me just drop the ball on the questions eat whatever i want because now it's keto yeah i know Ha! I'm calling out. I'm calling out some of you. I know. I'm calling some of you out. I'm calling some of you out, right? Um, this is not keto. This is not that. Um, who's this? Hi, Helen. My neighbor lost tons of weight two years ago on keto and never gained it back. She's thin now and close to 58 years old. She never, she loves it, can never do that. I know, but that's not what I asked. I said, does she, is, she, is, she, is she maintaining without doing weird shit? Is she still eating bacon and avocado every day for breakfast? <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Trust me, I know. I know what's possible, what's not possible. I spent my whole life helping people lose weight. If keto was the way, I'd be offering it and making a shit ton of fucking money from it. Think about that for a second, right? If that was the way, I'd be all over that shit. But it's not the way. It's not the way. It's not the way. Hi, Debbie. I'm down 15 pounds today. First time actually making a live. Well, hello and welcome. I hope we're not disappointing. It's not, it's not my best. <laughs> ah, I've, been, I've been falling apart last few lives. Not my best work. Okay, this program is making believe, me believe I am really in my family and forever. I am not starving. I'm not taking injections so I can only eat 500 calories. I love this program. Thank you for making it affordable and coming on to keep us motivated. I love this. I love that. I love hearing that. I absolutely love hearing that. I am losing. I feel like I can believing you can reach finally and forever and not feel starved and deprived. Ah, amazing. Amazing. And I'm here for you. Amazing, amazing, amazing. You guys are all. <laughs> is fruit an option for the afternoon snack? I mean, it is. You can uh, add some. Yeah. I mean, like, again, the, the focus is on that protein and fat. So if you have the fruit, you're definitely going to want to combine it with a protein and fat, right? So you can totally do that, but you wouldn't be fruit on its own. You want to definitely combine it with a protein and fat. Um, I'm happy that we only have one evening snack combined. I know so many of you didn't want those two afternoon snacks and now you're down to that one afternoon snack um down eight pounds makes me happy i'm so happy to hear that joanna um 10 years ago you guys were talking about um you guys were talking about uh where are we um 
why am I, sorry, it's just like doubling here. Okay, hi, hi, Carol. Friend was asking how I feel having lost a chunk of weight, 41 pounds and two grips. I said, I still don't feel like I've lost any weight. Yep, so much of this is mental awareness. Thank you for helping us work through that. Gina, another 59, and maybe I will see myself as the average size. Oh, Carol, this is so huge. So you, this is actually normal. You have a thing in your brain, the way your brain works, where it focuses on, it brings awareness to certain things. And because a couple of things, we're in relentless pursuit of change, uh, that the change is happening in real time. Like we are really working this and really getting that scale to move sooner rather than later. It's a, it's a combined sort of forced effort, <laughs> you know, it's as healthy as you can possibly get in losing as much weight as you guys want to in the short period of time that we do have. Um, so there is something to be said it's kind of like the reverse of like you don't really realize the weight that you're gaining until like you catch yourself in a mirror you know where you see it right like I, I even my own story like I was trying to lose weight and I thought I had lost a huge chunk and I got on the scale preparing to see 150 and I saw like 250 like that's how my mind I was like teaching classes I wasn't roly-poly like I was super fit I knew I'd lost some weight um you know but I got on that scale and in my mind I was 150 and I got smacked in the face with 250 and I was like I remember like just tears I'm like what and how could I get this so wrong how could I get that so wrong um but you know everyone's got that moment of that story when they saw themselves or they saw a photo of themselves and was like hope oh, what that can't be me right so the reverse also happened where it can take a couple months so 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 not only does it have take a while for your brain to catch up but it actually takes a, a while for your body to catch up so it is so normal and typical to have someone lose some weight and then be done losing and then three months later have people start commenting on how much more weight you've lost and now we get my personal clients call me up all the time oh my god what's happening I everyone is all of a sudden telling me how I've lost so much more weight I swear I haven't lost a pound I mean it's nice to hear but like what is going on and I'm like you're weight is starting to settle your weight is starting to settle so that your homeostasis is being created around your new weights um, and that makes a big difference in how your body looks and feels it's also your skin regenerating around your new frame and then also your brain catching up to where to the work that's been done and where you are at so it's actually a real thing it's actually quite as messed up as that actually sounds and I'm trying to normalize it it's actually a real normal thing to lose the weight and not really see yourself as losing the weight um for example, um, you may pull your jeans out, you know, six months, three months after losing weight, you may pull your jeans out of the dryer and be like, who's, who, <laughs> whose kid pants are these? Like, whose, whose fucking pants are these? You know, and then not really understanding that they're your pants, um, you know, and they fit your body. And you're just like, huh, what? How am I supposed to, how's this going to work? Um, so that's a thing. That's actually a thing. That is a real thing that's a real thing so that that's part of that awareness it's actually like a it's actually an aware the awareness part of your brain and it takes a while for it to compute the fact that you've gone and lost a bunch of weight and how that factors into your day-to-day -day, right that's why when I say like, you know, um, you're, you, you need to put time into maintenance to make your new weight, your new norm, right? Like everything is kind of adjusting around it. Your blood, body temperature, something as silly as that, you know, your blood flow, metabolism, your hormones, like all of that, right? Being regulated and, and adjusted around your new weight, making your new weight, your new norm.
That's why I love this conversation. I love this conversation. Hi, Tara. I was so excited for today, but ended up at the hospital with my daughter with no snacks and no lunch, just water. The hungrier I got, the more I began to crave burgers and pizzas and fries. Oh, my. We were there from 1130 until 4. Yeah, you're using a lot of energy. You're at the hospital. You're with your kid. There's just so much vibes going out. You need some serious good fat. So you craving the burger and the fries and all the things makes total fucking sense. Do you see that? Do you know what I mean? Like your body's like getting desperate here. You're putting out a lot of energy, like on a stress level that you may not, even though you're sitting in a chair, those lights are, I, I know this because I have spent some time in the hospital with my kids. There isn't anything more stressful than that, honestly. Um, so that's probably why you went there. That's probably why you went there because it's a high carb, it's high fat, it's going to do the job, it's going to do exactly what your body needs, right? Um, we went straight to the grocery store afterwards and grabbed a rotisserie chicken and both sat in my car eating a quarter chicken with our bare hands. Oh, I've been that. When you're so hungry, you're like, let me just rip this apart. <laughs> I've been there. Definitely not a perfect day, but an absolute win. That is a win that you didn't have the pizza and the fries and you actually got yourself the protein that your body really needed at that moment, right? Like that's good on you for that because you know what? No one would have faulted you for going for the, for, you know, for the pizza, for the fries, but I love that you didn't. I love that you didn't. 22 pounds down as this morning. Nice, 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 nice. Hi, Jessica. My scale's on the move. I saw the next decade down one pound into it, but I might actually be thick in it by the end. I might be roller skating to Disneyland, but you, you bet I'll get there. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there. And remember, it gets easier as you go, not harder as you go. And that's when we have that perception from those other diets that we've done because you're literally fighting your body and forcing it to burn the fat. So it felt like a fight, right? This should be the opposite. This is where everything is aligning. This is where you should have those expectations. You should show up game time ready. Expect that scale to move. You know, maybe it's not going to move in the way you want, but you should absolutely expect it. Should absolutely expect it at this point. Uh, roller skating's not a bad way to go either. <laughs> roller skating's not a bad way to go. Um, Dick Keto, uh, lost so much hair. Yeah, so a couple of you guys asking. I noticed it was on my notes for uh, my check-in tomorrow. Some of you guys talking about hair loss. Now, you shouldn't experience hair loss like you typically would in any of those starvation diets. Um, a couple things could be happening, though, with this process. We are, your body is get, outputting more energy. Your metabolism is increasing. It's not unusual for deficiencies to start to present like for example you need more iron in your diet because your body is working harder and has a better more energy output day to day to day that's like when you boost your metabolism i hate talking calories but it means that you're you're pumping out you know you're burning more calories when you're when you have a higher metabolism so you know what you were getting from your foods or, or whatever might have served the purpose but now with your body working at a higher energy output you might need to supplement um or to kind of skew those foods if you don't eat a lot of red meat for example um so so that can be um deficient in your B's and your D's and your magnesium and your irons um, all can potentially lead to hair loss so if you are experiencing hair loss I would look at deficiencies maybe go get your blood work done though with that said also normal to have natural shedding uh, this time of year even your hairdressers will tell that there are a couple times of year where your hair is more prone to kind of turn over and to shed more naturally um, so that could be happening too but you definitely shouldn't be attributing the same reason for hair loss on those diets um, to what we're doing here. Not even close to the same thing. Not even close to the same thing. Um, weird. Automatically looking to split up my meals today. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, 
I started keto summer of 2018, lost 100 pounds and kept it off. Well, what are you doing here? Are you, how come you didn't keep going with keto? Did you have to do weird shit to keep it off? Or did you have to do the program in order to maintain that? In which that was a good call on your part. Good call on your part. Um, people love so keto so much. Why not work for you? Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you here? Um, do you have to have the veg in your afternoon snack or is it protein and fat okay as well? Yeah, so we did give you a variety of different options. They're not ex- they're not exhaustive. The easiest way is to combine your 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 nut seed snack with your raw veg snack, but you totally can switch that out for something else. Absolutely. You guys got options. You got options. Um, but yes, I miss fruit and carbs, so I'm really enjoying this program. Yeah, you should like and we're only going to start bumping up your carbohydrate uh, intake, your fruits by way of fruits, uh, especially as the temperatures start to rise. You want to minimize any of those heavier carbs that are more appealing. Also, you guys have to remember, like we, this is not a, this is not a low carb program. It never has been. So all winter long, we've been talking, make your meals nutrient rich and adding in things like rices and quinoas and potatoes and stuff like that at your lunch meal. So if you have perceived this whole process to be low carb, you have not been paying attention because I've been, I've been saying all along, this is not about forcing yourself to eat salads and diet foods. In fact, if you are going to make a salad, load it up like tons of vegetables, um, you know, proteins, fats, nuts, seeds, avocados, good oils, and those things, right? So, so don't turn this higher protein fat revamp tweak into like, you know, we've gone from, you know, it's a low carb thing because it's not about the carbs. It's about bumping up the protein and fat. It's about minimizing the number of times that you're making your body eat off the heels of feeding the metabolism, right? So keep that in mind. That's why I keep saying it's not keto. It's not keto, right? Um, do you have to have the veg snack in your afternoon snack or is it protein and fat as well? Yeah, you've got options. And yeah, so, so, so back to the summer. So we're going to be in the summertime. Your body wants quick and easy energy, um, that it doesn't have to work really hard to process and break down because it's not looking to keep a fire going in your belly like it is in the winter time. So in the summertime, um, when your body's overtaxed and overheated, it shuts you down, keeps you low energy. So it's looking for quick energy. So we want to start transitioning, bumping up your fruit intake and minimizing any of those heavier carbs that are more, your body's more inclined to crave in the winter months so it's all about being in tune season to season to season to season right um and and think about this like you can still add in some quinoa to your lunch but minimize the portion right go heavier on your protein make sure you add in those good fats add in the leafy greens and if you feel like you need a little something something and and then minimize the portion of that you're used to eating uh with your meal Small little tweaks make all the difference. I've been on the verge of, uh, I'm going to say tears all day. Totally unexplainable, right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's something in the air. I don't know what it is. My goodness. Someone else been on the verge of tears. Not sure why. Yeah. <laughs> See? Uh, people, it's the full moon this week. Michelle, that's why y'all are emotional. Just hang in there. The feelings aren't real and the, the feelings aren't real and they're all valid at the same time. Yeah. So, so something to be said for that. And I know some of you may not be into that conversation, but there is something about your, your body being wired to planet earth with the changing tides, with the changing seasons. You know, it's the same reason why the fish swim upstream and you know, the, the, the geese fly south for the winter. It's all an instinct and how we're wired and in tune. Um, and our bodies are really no different than that. Um, this is why seasonally there is something to be said by helping your body adjust season to season. Um, and this is like where it's really exciting where we're at and even if you don't buy into it it's 
still a thing. <laughs> it's still a thing. And, you know, I'm not necessarily into full moons. And, you know, what are those called? What are those things called? Those, um, you know, retrogrades and stuff like that. But there is something to be said about connecting up with the vibe of oneness and where people are at collectively and picking up on that. And you keep your energy directed at yourself. It really does put you in, in tune with everything across the board. Like you're not only going to know when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat. You're also going to get into tune with what works for you in life and what doesn't. Um, social situations, your job, your, you know, the people that you surround yourself with, you're literally changing your whole vibe. You're changing who you are, how your body's come to function physically and how your brain is wired to all those issues and associations. And the reason why this is so huge is because it's, it's about food and it's about all those issues and associations and things we've tied in and around food. And that gets so complicated because we use food for so many things, for celebrating, for showing love, um, for providing for our families, also for, you know, being stressed out and emotional and coping and, you know, stressing and, you know, indulging so many things, right? So kind of working through your, your, your relationship with food is kind of like working through your relationship with like a lot of things. So it's actually really cool. Actually really cool. Actually really cool. So it's the full moon. Let's blame it on the full moon. Uh, yeah, the keto conversation. Like, hey, let, let's just let's just have a grown-up conversation about keto because I see you guys are talking about the woman who lost 100 pounds. It is not cool to starve yourself of nutrients. Like, let's just, I wouldn't brag about it, put it that way. That's just me personal. Like, I can respect the fact that you, how you lost your weight. I would be, I wouldn't brag about that because to lose your weight on keto, you have to put your body in ketosis and rob it of some serious nutrient value, the complete opposite of what we're trying to do here. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, about how you lose your weight and how you want to feel about it. You want to do, lose your weight through a program that puts you in tune to your body and helps your body be as healthy as is possible when you're done and resets your whole relationship with yourself and food so that you can be super calm about what you're eating or not eating. To me, I would never want to lose my weight through keto and then have to do weird shit and be terrified that my body's going to just bounce back instantly start to gain it all back because it will at some point unless you do a program and process like this. This And this is not something I advertise because you guys know how much I fucking hate that keto conversation. I'm not about to sugarcoat it. Um, but doing a program like this is exactly the kind of program you're going to want to need if you lose your weight like that through like a quick fix diet. You really want to take the time to reconnect with that body and build that metabolism back up and do it the right way. It's not something I advertise because it's not, I'm, I'm just not a fan of that whole quick fix thing. Um, and in the, and it's, it's the, it's the, it's, it's not a quick way to go. It's not a quick way to go. Um, you know, um, but anyway, um, is it normal to feel a bit bloated eating more protein and fat? Lee, it is. It is. So this is where you got to ask yourself those four questions. You were really, we're switching things up a little bit, even though it's slight, it's still a switch up. So your body's going to notice. And something to be said about that, that kick and extra protein and fat feeding into those satiety hormones. So a lot of people will eat the same kind of portion wise. They'll stop dropping that. They'll start dropping the ball and asking those four questions. That's why I said, you got to ask those four questions because it is changing things. It is changing things. So this is where you're going to want to um, be super in tune, ask those four questions and, 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 and realize you, when you're bumping every protein and fat, you'll probably notice that your portion sizes are smaller or you're getting smaller getting more satisfied on less food um so yes if you're feeling that heavy feeling oh also don't forget about leafy greens 
this is what I'm saying. People start thinking keto and I see them eating things like, you know, bacon and avocado for lunch. That's not it. That is not what we're doing here at all. Yes, you want to have protein. You also want to have your healthy veg. You also want to add in those leafy greens. So sometimes just the switch over to keto has people forgetting about asking yourself those four questions and forgetting about adding in the leafy greens because they just think it's protein, fat, protein, fat. We still want the carbs by the vegetables. We still want those leafy greens in there. So so just uh, make a few make a few switches on that and you should feel like it's lightening up a little bit. So that is totally normal. That's totally normal, but you don't want to you don't want, you don't want to like feed into that, right? So you want to like take that message and lighten things up a little bit. Ask yourself those four questions, um, and then uh, make sure you bump up that the leafy greens. Hi, Suzanne. So far this session, I've lost 13 pounds, not as much as the fall session by week eight. However, my body has really changed, especially over the past few weeks. My face is suddenly so much slimmer. I can actually see the change. So probably what's happening is the weight that you have lost in the previous program is starting to solidify, right? And that's where you're really getting a lot of your body changing and your body really focusing on that. Uh, my arms, my legs, my butts, my thighs, everywhere are slimmer. So I'm not focusing much on the scale this round, more on the physical changes. 38 pounds gone so far and finally and forever. Yes. Right. Like we were, if you're following some of the people on uh, social media and stuff who are posting, especially some who are like, a, are, are, you know, you, you know, got accumulating some big numbers lost on the scale. Um, they talk a lot about this. A lot of the times when they've lost big numbers, they got some big plateaus, but the way their body changes is just like, it's amazing. It's, it's really amazing. I really got to talk to Rebecca. Rebecca, if you're listening, um, she did this great post about how, when she lost her weight doing, I believe it actually was keto interestingly enough, um, and what she looked like compared to what she looked like losing 100 pounds doing this program. I'm going to ask her maybe if we can post that. It's so insightful, honestly, because you look at one, when she was doing keto and, and exercise, yeah, that's what it was. She was doing keto, I think, and exercising five times a week, busting her fucking ass. This one she did, um, just using our pro program, didn't exercise at all. And the difference in how her body looks is just like, it's amazing. Um, hi, Julie. So last round, I didn't think I did the revamp right. Today was so weird. It was just 1 a.m. and 1 p.m. snack was having a mental game with myself feeling deprived. I love that you called this out. And that's what I'm saying. That's why to do I think it was Aaron's point or someone above when they're talking about, you know, are we going to get used to this? They're they're feeling like they're going to kill someone if they don't eat their carbs. That ain't physically how you should be feeling. But I get mentally mentally. That's that that's that that restricting the carbs, right? That's like all of a sudden we forget what we're doing and how to eat and everything that we've learned because all of a sudden we're doing keto, which we're not. <laughs> and you know, I have been told to change the name, but fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I'm not changing anything up just to help people work around the whole keto thing. If keto is so stuck in your head, then you got to work through that shit because that's just another shitty diet that you picked up from the diet industry. So we're going to work through that. I'm not changing my name. I'm not changing what I'm using, right? There's nothing wrong with protein. There's nothing wrong with fat. Um, you know what I mean? We should be able to use it and not immediately associate it with keto. If you are immediately associating higher protein, higher fat with keto, that says a lot about how your brain is wired, right? I know we got to bust through those. We got to bust through those issues and associations. So that's a real thing, Julia, Julie, that you picked up on that, right? It's a real mental game. Just dropping that down. Yeah. Listen, couple weeks ain't going to work through all your food scarcity issue. <laughs> you know, some of those food scarcity issues run deep. Um, so it's going to take a lot longer than a couple weeks. And yeah, you've made a good attempt at it. And yeah, you're trucking along and losing weight. And you're doing it. And you're doing great. But that doesn't mean you've worked through all of your issues years and 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 years of issues, right? 
So we got a lot. We got a lot. Um, I actually felt extra hungry today. Also a good sign. Please do not use sad faces when it comes to being hungry. Um, your body communicating with you and letting you know when it's hungry. There is nothing sad about that. Starving yourself all day long and, you know, going all day with not being able to eat. That's not cool. Um, your body telling you that you're hungry when you're switching up the kinds of it's weight loss you guys this is why I suggest that watch that hunger video I don't do that to make you guys listen to me blab on I'm telling you guys you need to watch that hunger video at the beginning of each new week to recognize we're purposely going in there and shaking things up we want your body to react and respond you know so chances are we're messing with your appetite and what you're eating you're gonna notice so if you're so indulged in the sad faces you're missing the whole fucking point <laughs> No, there is nothing wrong about being hungry and your body communicating with you going all day with your body letting you and not telling you that's the issue. That's the issue. Um, so if your body's talking to you and letting you know where it's at, say, thank you. Hey, heads up. Then review the hunger post, recognize hunger is not immediate need for food, recognizing we're purposely going in and messing with things. So we're disrupting things. So, you know, things have got to settle down again, you know? Um, and if you're hungry and you're asking yourself those four questions and you're leaving yourself feeling satisfied, again, some of you may be falling back into old diet habits and purposely not eating enough thinking less is more and I know there are some of you still doing this because it's just the nature of it um, don't fall back into that this is not low carb this is not snow and starving this is why I'm saying if in your mind this week you're starving you are not following the way that you need to be following along chances are you're falling back into your old diet habits or those are tied to residual thoughts in which this is not keto this is not restricting carbohydrates and if that's what you think then you are you need to read over the post again you really need to read over the post but it is a real thing right it's a it's a real thing um being extra hungry with where we're at your body's working extra hard we're feeding into that that's there's no downside of that make sure you are making your foods as nutrient rich make sure you're asking your questions and you're eating to satisfaction if you're eating all your meals and snacks you're making them nutrient rich in the moment you are eating to satisfaction then you know you know that your hunger is just your body adjusting or What's a sign of detox? Being extra hungry, extra thirsty, heading into the evening, even though you've eaten all day, that's a typical sign of detox. This is what I mean by let's not forget about the basics. And that's what happens when you get to this point. People like get diet shit in their head and they forget the basics. They stop asking the four questions. They freak out when they're hungry, even though that's a sign of we're heading into detox. We're starving because we're, you know, no, we're not. No, you're not. You should not be starving. And if you are, chances are you're not eating enough. You're not making your foods nutrient rich or you're not following along. And you're not paying attention, you know? Um, so, so this is where we got those feelings will come up. Yeah. Totally needed to ask those questions, right? <laughs> it happens. It happens. It happens. That's why I'm bringing it up. It's so you guys are juggling so many balls at this point. Honestly, if you're juggling so many balls, it's so easy to drop a, a few, especially when you add in a new tweak. That's fucking with your mind. Um, you know, it's easy to drop some of the balls and to fall into old habits. Again, let me remind you that bringing up those feels, we want to bring those feels up. We want to work through them. We want to lose the weight and we want to be sitting at the end of this process, not doing weird shit, not being terrified to eat, totally in tune with our body's needs, not completely disconnect. You know what I mean? The opposite of what we've been doing is disconnecting ourselves. So that's the end game. And in order to get there, some of you got some shit you got to work through. 
you know, right? So you got to get shit some we got to work through. And that's why we're told we're dressing it from a variety of angles, shaking things up physically and mentally. Uh, Jennifer down 13.6. And what if my boobs is now a lot bigger than the other? What a weird thing to happen. Anyone else? That is a bit of an odd thing. Definitely an odd thing. Um, I mean, I know that my one boob is bigger than the other, but also I don't know what that's from. I don't know if I always had one boob bigger than the other, or I don't really remember my boobs like before kids. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, it's not. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I I got nothing for you on that one. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's a thing. Maybe it's a thing. Maybe it's a thing. Um, hi Angie. Tonight the family had pizza. I just followed. Just started following you on Instagram. I just started following you. Uh, now I feel like I'm seeing you all the time. Hi tonight. Uh, the family had pizza. Usually I would have a slice, but made my yummy dinner and totally didn't even want the pizza. It's amazing how good veggies and protein. Can can make you feel full and satisfied yeah my family orders pizza all the time all the time and I uh, rarely eat it rarely eat it and just because it just doesn't do anything for me same thing with pasta like if it's the right pasta whoo um I'm all in but the regular you know I'll make spaghetti and meatballs or spaghetti meat sauce for the kids all the time it's just not my thing um I have also come to realize whenever I do eat it I feel kind of bloated so I, I normalize not eating the pizza on family night you know what I mean just like normalize taking your kids for ice cream and not getting any like it's all about being in tune and yes pizza is fun and yummy and all those things but you could very well not be like not into having it and that's really where we got to get in tune that's where we want to get in tune. That's exactly what I'm talking about. After you're done losing your weight, if you want to eat the pizza, oh, yeah, I'll have a pizza pizza. Okay, you'll eat it. You know, whatever. No big deal. Um, you know, but it's it's getting to that place, getting to that place where if you don't want it, it's just as normal to not have it, you know, as it was before to have it. You know, if you everyone ordered pizza, of course, you're going to have some. But let's normalize not eating the pizza because we just don't want to have it, even though it's fun and yummy and all those things. I don't want to eat pizza. You know, let's normalize that. Let's normalize that. Um, loved having avocado with sprouted love sprinkling on top of my afternoon snack. Yes, it's a, you got a lot more flexibility in making your foods as nutrient rich as possible. Um, and also, yes, rem um, still one of the opposite token bites. Yeah, let's also make sure we're not skipping meals and snacks. That's really important too, right? Um, started my day being up at being up 0.7. I looked again and said to myself, Oh, well, it will go away. Get work. And of course it's Monday at work, ate my morning uh, snack Greek yogurt, which I don't like. So I thought only Gina could make me try it again. <laughs> Thank you for that, Gina. I also added hemp parts, a half a mango, not paying attention to my questions. I ate it all and 20 minutes later felt way too full. Lesson learned. Ignore what is going on. Pay attention to me while eating. Yes, because yeah. Yeah, because you're still working on those skills. Like eventually, what's going to happen, Angela, is eventually you're going to ask so many times that it's going to be second nature. You won't have to ask because your body's just going to clearly let you know. Um, but chances are you're not quite there yet. And it can take a while and take some time to get to that place, but you are going to get there. I love that you learned that. I love that you learned that, you know, what, and it just kind of mindlessly when we're, we're so distracted from what we're eating, it's so easy to overeat. And it's also easy to forget to eat when we're so, so busy. So this is a huge, this was a huge catch. Uh, I also added ham parts and half a mango, not paying attention to the questions I ate 20 minutes later, felt way too full lesson learned, ignore what is going on and pay attention to me while I'm eating, got home and still felt blah, ate dinner. And guess what? Decided to get me, get my ass on the treadmill and look forward to listening. And guess what? Getting out of my funk. Thank you, Victoria. Bell for posting about Gina back in December. Oh, I love this. So you caught yourself 
right? And then you self-corrected, which I love. And I, you know, I'm not into, pun let's not get into the mode of punishing ourselves, um, you know, by making ourselves exercise to offset our foods. But I know this was bigger than that. This is about a feeling that you had and you probably instinctually felt that you needed to move your body was going to be the fix, right? Because you could just feel, what do I need to do to get out of this uncomfortable zone? Start moving your body, right? Start moving your body is a perfect fix for that. I love that. You caught yourself in the moment. You turned it around. And you and you know there is something to be said about eating in a nice calm relaxed state um, there is definitely chewing your food some of you do not chew your food enough and I don't want to add one more thing for you to do but that definitely is going to be a conversation we have moving forward being mindful what you're eating in a nice relaxed setting you know making eating your foods a thing so you really are taking the time to enjoy and taste your food you know and the more you take the time to be connected and to like like recognize how you feel when you're doing that the more again it will all become second nature once you're done losing your weight end game you guys end game this is so much bigger than losing the weight it's like the finally and forever kind of way you know so all of these little things that you're struggling with and all these trying to adapt to your new hunger levels and switching things up and challenge the body and all the struggles that you're working through all of the struggles that you're working through are helping you they're helping you not only to lose the weight but to get to a place where it's means going to mean finally and forever physically and mentally you know it's so worth the work it's so worth it it really truly is it can take fucking forever and piss you off all the whole way there but it's so worth that it is it really truly is um i'm so excited tomorrow i gotta get going but um we have sharon i've been calling them sharon and stefan i'm so embarrassed i'm the worst with names there is this couple they are so delightful i believe that they're 77 and 70 where's their bio 77 and, and 76 77 and 76 um they, you know they came into the program and they just like crushed it and you know know age ain't nothing but a number and I don't want to harp on that because by no means is 70 something old like you talk to me when you're 100 and then you can start calling yourself old um but I, I they have such an inspiring story about you know how it's never too late and how you know honestly it's never too late and how you know focusing your energy on yourself can just completely rewire your body and your brain and your whole life and give you a whole new perspective. Um, so I am so excited to talk to them tomorrow. It's not um, Sharon and Stefan. It's Sharon and Stefan. <laughs> I think I was glorifying them in my mind. Anyway, I'm so excited uh, to talk to them. Uh, if you have not seen it yet, uh, Natasha London-Stewart. Natasha London-Stewart. Her, oh my goodness, the Libby Loser Spotlight from today. Definitely worth checking out. No shortage of uh, no shortage of inspiration. Let me just also remind you guys, we did the whole um, our, our VAs. You know, we've been highlighting some of them on our, our Spill the Tea, and we're going to continue to do that, and we're going to hear from some of them still. But they all, and they, it might not have resonated with you at the time, but they all have, um, they're all sharing their stories and their weight loss journeys, and not only their struggles, but also their tips. So if you haven't revisited it in a while, go back into the guides. There's a whole team bio guides that has everybody's story. And you'll be surprised, you know, especially when you're, when you're looking at these things, like that was in the beginning and the first week and what you read would have hit differently, you know, and resonated different. It's a great idea to go back in or the words of encouragement post. Let me remind you guys about that. Remember that post? I think we did it like week two or week three, where we have our returning members share their insight and stories. You know, a lot of them shared how they didn't lose until week seven. They went on to be successful at the end. And so, you know, no shortage, no shortage of whatever you need to be inspired around here.
Um, I do want to say also before we go that we are winding down the last month of the program. I just don't, not winding down. We more ramp up and fly into the next group. We have a lot of time left to lose a lot of weight. And, and there's no such thing as a question asked too late um, or a question asked too many times or there's never too late for clarity. So keep those questions coming. Keep those questions coming because we're not gonna, we're not sitting around and assuming anything. And then one other thing I want to add, if for whatever reason you haven't been following the program and you're back at it, um, please reach out. Um, we are here to help. We are just happy that you are back. Um, so if you need any insight into where to pick up where you left off or kind of need to be directed to and posts that you need to make sure that you see let us know because we really are here for you and if you're if you're someone who hasn't been vocal it's never too late to add your voice to the conversation we're going to hear and see that more and more and more as you know people kind of pop into the group um, who've been kind of silent like we we 20,000 people in the group we know that y'all 20,000 of you show up on a day-to-day -day basis we know that you're popping into the group and you're engaged but such a small percentage of you um, ask the questions and create the whole community sense of vibe so before I leave I just want to say thank you thank you for continuing to ask your questions continuing to show up so it gives me something to talk about every day um i really am grateful honestly i know a lot of times your questions go unanswered time and time again from me um and if that's the case be sure to pop them over on the question of the day page you're guaranteed to get a question over there so i just want to say thanks all around it's a really exciting place to be in the group right now it really is um you know all of your hard efforts just starting to really pay off accumulating those non-scale victories so we just want to keep it going want to keep it going um that's my time for today have an amazing uh, rest of your night don't forget that we do turn these podcasts uh these these lives into podcasts over on a cast i know that tony is gone he's driving one of my daughter's friends home so probably won't be up till tomorrow this one but you're watching now so you don't need to listen to it again anyway i got a jet have an amazing night everybody um and i'll see you tomorrow bye